back to the Love Your Bod Pod. I'm your host and Kara Corinne-Savelli. I'm a health coach and I help people make peace with food. I help make eating easy and I help people stop hating their body and detaching their worth from their weight so that they can feel confident and comfortable in their skin. And I'm so passionate about this work. I want to thank you for tuning in today. I just want to remind you guys that if you're loving the podcast, one of the the best ways to give some love back is to share it with a friend, leave a ratings and a review on iTunes, or share it in your Instagram stories and tag me. I appreciate that so, so much when you guys do that. Now today, I'm going to be talking about a question that I always get, which is, Can I really be an intuitive eater if I have food sensitivities? So how can I really embody and believe unconditional permission to eat where all foods are allowed if I'm allergic to something, if I'm sensitive to something? Like what if I need to restrict a food for legitimate health reasons? How can I restrict that food and it not rebound into binge eating? How can I really be an intuitive eater? So if you've ever thought that, if you've ever asked yourself that question, then today this podcast is for you. And I really want to support you in having a shift in mindset because truly what allows you to be an intuitive eater, what allows you to, quote, restrict a food for health reasons and not have it rebound into binge eating is around your mindset. And it's about the place from which you're choosing to either eat a food or not eat a food. That's truly the magic. So it is 100% possible to be an intuitive eater with food sensitivities. That's the short answer. Like, yes, it is possible. So as you may or may not know, I have a sensitivity to dairy products. Like butter seems to be okay. Like I can have butter for some reason, but like if I eat cheese or milk, especially if I eat cheese or milk like two days in a row, I'll have an upset stomach. I might be in the bathroom later. I likely will wake up with joint pain and acne and I just don't feel very good. So how am I able to be an intuitive eater with a normal relationship with food who needs to quote restrict food for a legitimate health reason, right? Because it doesn't make me feel good. So the first thing that you need to understand is the power of choice. Now, truly, what I mean by this is that truly, regardless of your food sensitivities, you really can eat the foods that you are allergic or sensitive to. Meaning like you can put them in your mouth. You can. You really can. Now, I'm not saying there is not a consequence. You might feel like crap. You might get sick. You might like break out in hives. But you are totally capable of putting those foods in your mouth, meaning you can truly eat them. Fundamentally, we always have a choice. And when we operate from the place of, I can't eat that, we wire ourselves to want it more, right? So whenever we say we can't have something, we want it more. We want the boy who doesn't want us back. Or when we say we can't eat donuts, we somehow end up thinking about donuts all day, right? Imagine that there is a child in a room filled with toys and you're also in the room, but you're on your cell phone. It doesn't matter how cool those toys are. Typically, that child wants the one thing he, quote, can't have. He wants the cell phone. So no matter how mature and grown up we are, we we pretty much are the same as that child. The second you take away your power of choice by saying, I can't have it, you want it more. It's human nature. So we have to change 
our mindset around the food. Now again, just because you can put bread in your mouth, let's say that you have celiac disease and you're allergic to gluten, even though you truly can put food in your mouth, put the bread in your mouth, I'm not saying there's not a consequence to it. So for example, you could choose to not pay your electricity bill and still live in your apartment or your house, right? Like if you keep paying rent or you keep paying your mortgage, but you don't pay electricity, you could still live in your house. Now, I'm not saying that there's not a consequence to not paying your electricity bill. Like eventually, like, yeah, they're going to turn off your power, but like you don't have to pay the bill if you don't want to. Is that making sense? So like, look, can you put wheat bread in your mouth? If you have celiac disease, yeah. I'm not saying there's not a consequence, right? Like you might get sick, but you still can choose to eat it or not. So we want to really, really get the power of choice and the power of our mindset around the food. Now, I always preach about the importance of ending restriction and deprivation because restriction of any kind leads to binge eating. So if you have a legitimate health concern that requires you to restrict a food, quote, restrict a food, you might think that that's impossible. But I am sure you know someone, me, who can eliminate a food for health reasons and not binge binge eat on it. So how do I do that? How do I do that? How does anyone who has celiac disease or is lactose intolerant restrict quote restrict wheat bread or wheat products or gluten or dairy and not binge eat on them now truly the difference between someone who can quote not eat a food for health reasons and a person who always seems to binge on that food regardless of their sensitivities and allergies is a direct result of the meaning they attach to themselves for eating that food and the meaning you attach is directly correlated to the level of mental and emotional restriction present. That was really key, mental and emotional restriction, not physical restriction. So if you, quote, allow yourself to eat a food on a deep emotional level, meaning you believe it's okay for you to eat that food, you likely do not binge eat on that food. If on an emotional level you, quote, don't allow that food by thinking you can't or shouldn't eat that food, meaning you don't believe it's okay for you to eat it, you will likely binge on it. So let me explain what that looks like for a normal eater versus an emotional eater or a binge eater or someone who's really struggling to restrict a food for uh, for health reasons, right? Like when, when we're an emotional eater or a binge eater, we struggle to not eat a food for legitimate health reasons. So I want to explain what that looks like between someone who's a normal eater and someone who's an emotional or binge eater. So for a normal eater with food sensitivities, it's going to look like this. So a normal eater might have a sensitivity to gluten and dairy, but... They don't beat themselves up if they end up having a slice of pizza. They proceed to eat the pizza, they enjoy it, and then metaphorical period. They put a period at the end of it. I talked about that in How to Make Food No Big Deal. I talked about practicing metaphorical period. So listen to that if you're not sure what I mean. So a normal leader will just move on with their life because it's no big deal. They attach no further meaning onto themselves except that they will probably feel like crap for a bit following the pizza. 
Now, emotional eater or binge eater with food sensitivities, it's going to look a little bit more like this. So you might be in the same situation where like there's pizza and you're thinking of eating it or you want to eat it. But the internal monologue that you're having in your brain about yourself and about the food is wildly different. Remember I said it's a mindset thing? Not only do you probably tell yourself you can't eat the pizza, you probably also say if you break that food rule and eat the pizza, you then feel really bad about yourself. You say that you're weak or you're a piece of crap or what's wrong with you. So you make it mean that you failed in some way, that you're out of control. And you typically have shame, guilt, and anxiety likely linked to your weight and your body size. For example, bloating makes you look fat, so you feel insecure. Or you're worried not only about having the adverse effects of eating a food you're sensitive to, but you're worried about how it will affect your weight. So the shameful meaning that you attach is the difference between having a slice of pizza and having the entire pizza pie. Because physically putting a food in your mouth is not the same thing as being okay with putting it in your mouth on a mental and emotional level. So remember I mentioned um, mental and emotional restriction versus physical restriction a little bit earlier. You know, you can eat that food truly, which is physical permission, meaning that you can physically put that food in your mouth and then being okay with putting that food in your mouth is where the mental and emotional restriction comes into play. That's where mental and emotional permission. Because giving yourself permission to eat a food, like actually putting it in your mouth, is different than like really being okay with it on a mental and emotional level. So emotional and mental restriction is way harder to let go of because it's not on the surface like the food is. It's deep within us. So giving up physical restriction is much easier than mental and emotional restriction because giving up physical restriction means you put the bread in your mouth. Giving up mental and emotional restriction means you're truly okay with yourself, that you truly allow yourself to have that food within your heart and your mind. So when we are truly able to let go of the fact that we ate gluten and dairy and we don't attach further meaning to it, we don't end up binge eating on all of the things. And you might be wondering, well, how do you get to that place of breaking the quote food rule and not making it mean anything? With about 95, almost 100% of my clients, it actually boils down to body image. Since most of our shame and guilt around food is really just shame and guilt around our body, our ability to eliminate a food for health reasons is correlated to our level of trust and acceptance of our body. So I am sensitive to dairy and I choose not to eat it so I don't feel bad, which is very different than choosing not to eat it because I think I am bad if I do. So looking at it that way, I want to feel good. I don't want to be good or look good. And so I opt for dairy-free alternatives or I choose from a place of respect, from a place of desire to feel good, to not eat dairy cheese. So it's about the place from which you're choosing to have something or not choosing to have something. So again, when we're choosing to not eat wheat bread, because it makes us feel physically sick, that is very different 
than choosing not to eat wheat bread because we think we're bad if we do or we're worried that if we eat wheat bread, we're going to gain weight or look bloated. So we think that we're going to look bad if we do. It's the place from which you choose or not choose something. Just like I've talked about on this podcast that choosing to eat salad from a place of fear around weight gain is very different than choosing to eat salad from a place of love or a place of genuine craving and desires for salad. So if you're struggling with honoring your body because you have food sensitivities, then I invite you to take a look at those few, those um, key things that I had mentioned. So look at your mindset and the power of choice. Do you truly believe that you can eat the foods that you're sensitive or allergic to? Again, I'm not saying there's not a consequence, but do you really truly get that you have the power to choose? Then take a look at where you still have mental and emotional restriction. Again, giving up physical restriction is easier because it's you just put the food in your mouth. But like being okay with that food in your mouth, being okay with yourself for eating it, not beating yourself up, not shaming yourself, not wanting to try to punish yourself to make up for it. That's truly the, the piece that makes a difference when we are okay mentally and emotionally with putting the food in our mouth. And then lastly, we want to take a look at the shame and guilt that we have around food because of our body image. And when we get to a place where we're choosing what to eat, when we're choosing to listen to our, uh, our intuition around food and we're incorporating that element of self-care, we're incorporating that element of our, our health values because you can truly value health and want to take care of yourself and not be caught up in the diet mentality and not be caught up in restriction. And again, it's just about the place from which you're choosing it. So are you choosing to eat something or not something or not eat something because you want to feel physically well, you want to feel energized and you want to sleep well and you want to have increased digestion and balanced blood sugar, right? Choosing to eat in a way that makes your body feel good and takes care of your health is empowering. It's self-care. It's coming from respect. But when you choose to eat something or not eat something because you're coming from a place of shame or fear, because you're afraid that if you eat the bread, you're bad, or you're afraid that you will look bad. That's very, that's a very different place to make choices around what you want to eat and what you don't want to eat. So to just kind of wrap this podcast episode up, is it possible to have food sensitivities and be an intuitive eater? Yes. And it really comes down to understanding your power of choice and a place of respect around your body. It comes down to you choosing to eat in a way that honors yourself and choosing not to eat something as opposed to having that mindset of I can't have that because if I do, I'm bad or gross or wrong. So I hope you got a lot out of this episode. It's a little short and sweet. And if you have any follow-up questions, be sure to slide into my DMs on Instagram. I'm at Kara's Kitchen on Instagram care with a C kitchen with a K. And if you liked this episode and you got a lot out of it, share it with a friend or share it on iTunes or leave a ratings and review. Um, I'm sorry, share it on Instagram or leave a ratings and review on iTunes. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll chat soon.